it's October. It's spooky month. Good morning. It's Friday. I uh, haven't done one of these and I was supposed to do like a whole band book one, but I know I did like a really good band book one like last year going over all the like different band books and why they were and what we were reading. Um, so, you know, just probably check that one out. Um, I will tell you, we just finished Brave Like That for September and we finished Genesis Begins Again. Um, we are almost done with the Emerald Atlas. I think we'll finish that up today. And so we just had so many books we read that um, Gary Paulson's Lawn Boy and All American Boys by Jason Reynolds were like on the band book list. And that's what we're reading. But, you know, we're starting them this month in October. So my current favorite, like Evan loves the Emerald Atlas, Max like Brave like that. But Max and I also like Genesis Begins Again by Alicia D. Williams. And I don't remember if I read you the back of this, but um, I really highly recommend you read it. It says, uh, with a name like Genesis, it's hard to be the new girl at school and remain unnoticed in a suburban classroom, especially if you are self-conscious about how you look. Teenage Genesis struggles to accept both her skin color and her place in her complicated family. Alicia D. Williams skillfully develops a character who, with the help of friends, teachers, and some awesome bluesy music learns to love herself and her family as she realizes that black is indeed beautiful. And this is her debut novel. <laughs> I'm menopausal. So like, forgive my crying here and there, but man, this book was so wonderful. Like it probably was my favorite to start off by like our year with chapter books. Like we do picture books every day, but then we also do chapter books. So like three chapter books last month and like, I don't know, 26 or so picture books. Um, you know, it's just sad because somebody mentioned recently uh, our librarian that we love, one of the librarians that we see and gives us all these great books. She mentioned mirrors and windows and that, you know, she said she, that we really understand mirrors and windows when we read books and mirrors as like, you know, you're seeing some of yourself in that book, you know, and windows as you're gazing into somebody else's lived experience that you don't know about but you're glancing into it to get a little glimpse of it you know to see what it's about and what it's like and learning something new which is why I love reading because there are so many lived experiences that I won't get to do and that I will never get to see or experience so it's it's why I love reading so much but uh this book I really do highly recommend it. Yeah, it's a young adult book, but I don't know why people are weirded out by like, I'm fucking 44. I'll read all the young adult books. I don't care. I think because it just reminded me so much of being younger and she has an alcoholic father and she's trying to find her place. And yeah, there's some really good bluesy music. They mentioned Billie Holiday, Ella Fitzgerald, Etta James, and those top three are ones I listen to often. Like I used to sing my kids lullabies and I'd sing different songs of theirs. I still sing those songs, but not so much as lullabies to my kids anymore. But um, I'd Rather Go Blind by Etta James. You should really, like, if you want to pick a song to listen to today, you should listen to that one. It's a beautiful song, sad song, but beautiful. And uh, yeah, so it's kind of neat. Like we would listen, you know, uh, the other one we read was Brave Like That. And I cannot remember the author, but that had a boy that had trouble reading and, you know, he was trying to figure out how to be brave, how to be like a middle school kid and like what you like and not be, you know, swayed by everybody around you to tell you what you should like. 
I mean, both books honestly had that. This Genesis Begins Again and the Brave Like That. But um, I sometimes I think adults should read those books because, like, I don't know. It's like we kind of master that step as kids, or you hope you master that step. Although he does admit in The Brave Like That, he sees an adult guy who still acts like the teenage kids he's going to school with. And he goes, oh, if they don't change their ways, they're going to end up like this guy at the fire station. You know, basically be totally douchey as, you know an adult and that does happen. But uh, yeah, I feel like if all adults would read young adult books, maybe they'll remember, you know, like what it was like and how to forge their own way and not be so asshole like as adults. I don't know. It's an idea. But anyways, yeah. So kind of still continue on with books that we're reading and what we're going to plan on reading. Um, what else has been going on? It's spooky month. So, you know, it's fall and I always think fall and winter are so much easier for self care because we automatically slow down. And I don't know if that harkens back to the day when like, you know, we were, you know, hunters gatherers and doing all your shit for the summer. And now it's fall, it's harvest time and you can everything and you freeze and whatever you do to put things away for winter. And then when winter comes, you're just hunkering down in the freezing cold and just trying to like make your food stash like stretch. You know, you were doing shit like pause playing the fiddle. <laughs> if, you're like, if you're into Little House on the Prairie and you're just trying to figure out, you know, you're reading and just just chilling. And I feel like, especially if you live up in northern climates, that's kind of very much still, it's okay to do self-care on in the fall and in winter. So I think that's why I love those seasons so much. I know with seasonal affect disorder, like I swear my husband has that, he gets very like sad when this time comes around. He's like, oh, I just want it to be over and I want it to be warm and sunny. But for me, I feel like when it's nice out, you're expected to be on the go. You're expected to go outside and do everything. I mean, really, how, I can't even remember the last time I've ever heard anybody brag about, you know, oh yeah, July 4th weekend, I'm just going to like sit inside and drink cocoa and stay in my jammies all weekend and uh, watch some movies. You know, I'm going to like do a whole like Lord of the Rings marathon. Maybe if it's raining, they might say that. But like, you know, otherwise it's like 4th of July, you're gonna be at the beach, you're gonna go out to like, you know, have barbecues, like everybody's got, it's just, I don't know, it's just a different vibe in the fall and winter. And I think that's why I like it so much, because I absolutely can fucking binge shit on the weekends in my jammies, and it's not weird, you know, <laughs> like, maybe I need to move somewhere, oh my god, what is it, Sweden? I don't know. Like, where it's fucking cold, they have super long winters, like, that might be my jam, so I could just do nothing but self-care for like, months and months and months. If any of you haven't checked out Jonah Jinton, J-O-N-N-A-J-I-N-T-O-N, I think watching her YouTube channel is super therapeutic. Um, she looks like a little fairy princess, very pale. She's got long hair and she like does all these artsy things and makes jewelry. But with her accent, she says, Eulery, we're making Eulery. And it's so cute. And like she lives, I think she lives in Sweden. But um, she it's like fucking shitty weather. Yeah, majority of the year they get dumped on with snow. And then like, I think, you know, then when it's because of where they're at on the earth, you know, like when it's summer, the sun really doesn't set. It's like, you know, 3am and the sun's just like, you know, kind of at the horizon, but still a little bit of lights coming through. And so they have almost this whole, their summers are really cool, but they're also short. But yeah, I like watching her videos because she just hunkers down and they do really cool things during shitty weather. And I'm like, oh, that must be nice and relaxing. So this is the time to do self-care. Um, I actually saw a cute hot chocolate cherry drink that I'm like, ooh, you like just make hot chocolate with cherry juice and put cherries in it. Like it wasn't anything that hard, but like a chocolate covered cherry hot cocoa or something. 
But yeah, I was like, oh, that sounds nice for cold, rainy weather. And then I'm thinking like paninis, you know, I have an actual little panini maker here. <laughs> of course I do. But, um, you know, making like paninis and some like nice soup and like it's that kind of weather. I know everybody loves that George from Seinfeld, you know, I'm in soup mode, <laughs> which we made mulligatani and you have to look that up. It's like an Indian soup. It's so fucking good. Of course, mine had no meat in it. I don't, I think it is vegetarian. Maybe somebody puts chicken in theirs, but it's a very good soup. And I'm going to tell you my ingredients. It sounds fucking wild, but it just is, it just works. Chef's kiss. You know, it's a uh, you do your whole like normal soup, your carrots, your onions, and then they throw a little jalapeno in there and your garlic and ginger, fresh ginger, you're grating in there. And uh, then it like gets weird because you put two apples in there and you're like, what the fuck? So it's like, sounds like really savory and spicy. And then you're throwing in the apples for sweetness. And then you're throwing in like, I don't know, probably like 15 different seasonings. You've got curry, you have cardamom, you've got like cinnamon, you've got like, I don't know, fucking just a whole bunch of shit. Thyme, like it just, I don't remember all the spices, but you can look up malikatani. Then after you cook it for so long, then you like do that nice immersion blender and you just make it so it's almost like a puree. And then you throw some coconut milk in. Oh, and veggie broth. But uh, yeah, it's a really good soup. And I ended up making like a little bit of a side of white rice so I could kind of throw the soup over the white rice and it would soak in like a nice, you know, stewy kind of thing. So yeah, soup mode, self-care, reading lots of books. And for those of you like me who hate to like leave your house, and I swear COVID like made me more of a hermit. And now that it's like, we've all been out and doing shit, you know, since the horrible 2020, 2021, whatever. Um, I just prefer to be indoors. It could be my middle-aged and menopausal self that just doesn't want to like be around people. But if you don't like going to the library to get books, I know there's Kindle Unlimited, which I want to say is like 10 bucks a month. And uh, But if you don't have the money, there is literally an app, Libby, I think I've talked about this before, L-I-B-B-Y, and you just get Libby. And then if you have your library card, you just can borrow books right to your phone and read it on your phone, which is what I do all the time if you don't like going in person, but I like physical books too. So I do both. So yeah, get yourself care on for October. Watch some spooky movies. Uh, we just watched like the newest Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Was it 2022, 2021? I don't know. It came out. So we watched the original recently and then the new one. Then we watched uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. We were watching uh, The People Under the Stairs. Who does not love that movie? It's a great movie about capitalism like a lot of <laughs> it's just great um we watched that one i'm trying to think of what other movies we were like thinking about watching and binging i don't know there's so many and honestly like we're one of those houses that watch scary movies like all year long because we love them like my kids seem to love all of like you know stephen king books that were made into movies like cujo the shining um misery like they kind of like those kind of movies uh i like campy like freddy krueger slasher ones um grew up on jason and freddy so those are always kind of near and dear to my heart of course everybody loves halloween um mark likes i think mark likes like the more disturbing horror movies that's the only way i get like i know he's watched hostel i won't even watch that shit uh i know he's watched that he does like texas chainsaw massacre i personally i'm probably gonna get a lot of shit for saying this but i don't love rob zombie films i just don't they always have some kind of rapey element to them and it's just not my jam so i can't really get on board with a lot of his films 
Um, so no, I haven't seen them. Um, it's like anything with white trash in it that's like rapey. I'm just like out for movies. Um, well, and you know, I know I'm probably gonna get shit because I realize Freddy Krueger is obviously like a pedophile and you know, he can make some really, but it's like, I don't know. The way his is, is like, it's funny. Yeah. So yeah, there's so many different genres of horror movies. I'm curious what everybody's favorite is. And then there's people that like the classics too. Mm. I don't know what my kid, like I said, my kids tend to like more of the Stephen King books that were turned into movies ones usually. So take care of yourself. Um, you know, if you're into doing all that, it's a uh, time to get your boosters. I'm sure. And your flu vaccines. I got mine recently. And some of you that are nurses that might be listening, I am 44 and I got another new job because my life was slowing down too much. So I picked up a second job, but like they're both PRN and then I volunteered a couple places. So I'm busy enough with all these little, you know, I got my hand at like a lot of pots, but not like fully immersed, if you will. Uh, I had to get blood. You know how most of us have to get like, you know, your drug test. You're like, fine. I got a peanut cup. Cool. This one was like, I'm going to draw your blood. And they check for immunizations, for your TB, like all this shit they check for in blood. And they found out that I did not have my MMR. And I was like, what the fuck? For those of you that don't, it's your measles, mumps, rubella shot. And uh, yeah, apparently like two of the three I was showing like, you know, that I had active or whatever in my bloodstream, but like one of them wasn't. So they had to literally give me my MMR. Like I was a child going into junior high, getting my like booster. (laughs) I was like, you've got to be shitting me. And they even checked like, because of that, they checked the Ohio databases, I guess, to see that I did get my first injection, but it looks like I never got my booster, which I don't know, people, I went to middle school like 1990, I believe. 1990 or 91, can't do math right now, but I feel like it was 1990 fall that I started middle school. So I would have been 12. And I don't know, maybe somehow I didn't get my boosters. I mean, that's what they're saying. They don't have it on any records anywhere. So yeah, I had to get my MMR. I thought that was kind of crazy as some of you would appreciate that. I'm assuming now that I got it at 44, I'm good until I'm dead. (laughs) Because like two of those three I was immune to all these years later. So I'm guessing that I'm I'm all set up with my boosters now. But uh, that was just a little side note, a little funny. Uh... I think that's it. I just wanted to let everybody know what I've been reading and doing. And uh, Genesis Begins Again, Alicia D. Williams. You really need to fucking check that book out. It was a great book. Had me bawling my eyes out. Just, you know, I think just because young girl and then having the shitty family and moving and just. um, I like all those like coming of age stories because it does bring you back. And then I like reading it to my kids so they can get their viewpoint, too. And it's different because they're homeschooled. So, like, it's so funny to, like, because I remember being in school and, like, you know, worrying so much about what people thought. And then I think my kids, some that might be a positive of homeschool. Like, my middle one does kind of, like, worry if we're taking a walk. He, like, you know, doesn't want us to be too loud or draw attention because people might look. I'm like, maybe it's just the age of being 13, thinking that anybody gives a shit what you're doing. But for the most part, they don't care because they don't, you know, if somebody doesn't like something, they just don't hang out with them. They're like, eh, all right, you're not for me then. Like they don't try to bend themselves and twist themselves to make themselves likable to somebody. So I kind of love that. Yeah, it's rough going through that age anyways. But uh, check out some young adult books this month and watch some spooky movies and binge Netflix and just hunker down and drink hot cocoa and stay in jammies all weekend 
Although the Coverbridge Festival is coming up this weekend, but I opted out of it this year. I think I'm going to go next weekend when nobody's around and get actual good pictures of the bridges without people in my way. I say that. I may just be tempted to go anyways tomorrow. They do a whole horse-drawn carriage ride at Banaka Road Coverbridge all weekend. And it's cute. You just like, it's free. You know, being free. <laughs> you just gotta jump up and let the horses clip-clop you through a covered bridge and you feel like, you know, you're transported back a hundred years. It's kind of cool. Oh, my allergies are acting up. I'm probably going to sound like Darth Vader or like Boss Hogs out here with my raspy voice. Have a good month.